Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. The last time the Chargers were in town, three fans were stabbed in the parking lot after the game. The victims have tickets for this weekend's game, but are being told to stay away from the stadium. Are they Chargers fans? Uh, tonight, Megan Fitzgerald was talking to them as well as stadium officials about the strict code of conduct, blah, 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 blah. Dude, I'm sorry. If I've got fucking season tickets and I have playoff tickets and they cost me, what are they, fucking fourteen to $25,000 a year, you can kiss my ass. I'm going to go. Even if I just got stabbed a few weeks ago, huh, I'm didn't going. I, didn't I get stabbed? In didn't I get stabbed? That's okay. I'll, just, I'll bring a posse this time. Right. I've got an entourage now. Some I'm feeling good. If you like slip on the stairs because there's ice out there, they're like, "You want like a free beer or something? We'll go get you." Like, <laughs> we'll go. They all come down. Like, are you okay? We'll get you an ice pack for your ass. Is your ass okay? We're gonna get you a beer for your ass also if that's where you want it. Are you talking about the fans of the Chargers? Ooh, dude, there's like four Chargers fans out here in Colorado, and those were the well, three out of the four of them got stabbed at the last game, and the fourth one was doing the stabbing. He was. Oh no, he wasn't, dude. He was excited. He well. Maybe it was an exciting stabbing. It was a happy stabbing. Oh my god, we won! It was a happy stabbing. <laughs> I can't believe we went. <laughs> it wasn't even in relation to the game. I don't even understand. It was about a parking spot, I heard. It was like, yeah, it was like a Some stupid issue. It was stupid. Yeah. Well, they're going to go ahead. You know Nine News. They're going to be like, oh my god. So, the stars are out tonight. You know what that has to do with? It has to do with my nine inches in you. <laughs> dick. My dick. Don't do that. It's just a bug. Oh, Doug. it's on the mic. The bug is on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't soft intro to that, I don't know what the it's hell you're going to do. It's been going for two minutes. Oh, oh shit. Geez. Well, welcome to Shooting the Gap. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. I have decided that Gonzo's on vacation. He is. He's having a good time. He's in Bermuda. He is in Bermuda. This Toes in Tahiti. in the He's water. in Tahiti. It's a magical place. He is going to Tahiti this week. Who here listens to country? Got my toes in the wall, who held, grass who, in the sand. Who Come here on watches now. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? He's in Tahiti. It's a magical place. That's what they told me. Don't ever fucking do that again. He, he, he doesn't like the gong. No, you don't like no the gongs. Gong. No gong? gong? No gong. Oh, shit. Well, I've been here a couple times, and I just got my ass chewed for the 14th time. He'll get it. I know. He'll get well, it. Well, you know, at least we I We had haven't. practice episodes before we got it, so Oh, did fine. you? Well, yeah. my past four have been practice episodes. Here we go. They're all practice episodes. Welcome <laughs> no, to Shooting not. the Gap. James, what are you drinking as I walk to the fridge? Not coffee, you vagina. I'm actually drinking a Coors Light and a Spit Cup. I'm going uh, to talk shit about me. Well, you're drinking one of those. I'm, bullets. I'm easing up. I'm easing up off the uh, hard liquor tonight. I handled that before the show, so you guys don't have to hear me get belligerent later on. It'll just happen right about now. Yeah, I cut Belligerent. That it's a tough word to say after you've been up all freaking day working, so. That's right. Go Broncos. Thanks. I got him to say it. You're welcome, Gonzo. You're welcome. Yep. He won't we miss, say it later. We'll we miss Gonzo, though. Hey, Gonzo, I miss you, buddy. Uh, good good talking to you a little bit. I hope uh, you're having fun, Tahiti. relaxing, keeping your legs up. It's a magical place. It's a magical place. Uh, a magical hashtag place. save Gonzo. Save Gonzo. Do not use all your retirement in one place, though, buddy. Go ahead and uh, save some for later, my friend. Save some for later. So how about them playoffs? 
Hey, so far so good. Uh, I went two and two. You went two and two. I'd say that's. I a, don't believe I did. Oh, you went one and three. I went one and three. Yes. So you had a hell of a bad productive week. Longboard, folks. It's longboard. Um, well, you know what? I uh, oh, by the way, I'm James. I'm I'm filling in here for a little bit while Gonzo's on vacation. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, last week I took uh, Philly over the Saints, and I, I blew that one. Um, I so, civil. What'd you have on that game? Well, I had Philly on that game, hmm. and you know what? I had all these people in this. They all played close games, and I really feel <laughs> like um, I should have won them. But you know, here we are, and shit never goes my way. But because it didn't go my way, I told you this. Because it didn't go my way, the Broncos are going to the Super Bowl. Everybody, that's right. Because I can't be all wrong. Well, Silva can go ahead and I say that. I can't be all wrong. Let's, it just let's, can't happen. Let's go NFC, AFC, NFC, AFC. We'll go to the AFC game of uh, San Diego and the Bengals. Mr. Silva actually told me a couple times on this program that the Bengals are 8-0 at home. They've got a better quarterback. They've got a better scheme. I didn't They're say not going to lose. Whoa, whoa. He's not a better quarterback. That is not true. You said they were parallel. They, they were pretty. Pretty they parallel. Do, they, they do some things better than the other does. And I said that that game was going to come down to true. the coaching and the quarterbacks. And I, I, I tend to think it did because uh, Andy Dalton choked. Phillip Rivers didn't. He didn't throw for many yards. I don't have the exact stats in front of me. Um, but it was, it was mainly a, a strong run game and solid defense by San Diego. Uh, better coaching by San Diego. And they, they pulled the win off. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. So far, so good on my AFC picks. They did not have things. Cincinnati did not have things go their way. No, I did not feel like a lot of things were going their way in a playoff game. You need things to go your way. Um, it was wet and sloppy. No excuse. San Diego played in the same weather. I never feel like weather is an excuse because both teams face that same adversity throughout the game. So weather is never an excuse. Um, but you can't drop the ball on the one, Ronnie Hillman. You can't drop the ball on the one and have the other team pick it up. So, that's what happened with Giovanni Bernard, and then Andy Dalton, very good. Yeah, right. Giovanni Bernard, Giovanni Bernard, belligerent. Okay, at least we're in the same boat, and he's had, had coffee. I've had, I've had drinks, coffee so and two here we go. My beer, so I'm doing good. <laughs> but you can't have turnovers. No, I mean that's huge in a playoff game. You cannot turn the ball over four times because you're playing a playoff team, regardless if they back the fuck in, got really lucky to get there. But you know what? They are there, which means they're well, you've got automatically a cap- gives you a playoff caliber. You've got That's a- automatic. So it doesn't matter that there wasn't play call there wasn't uh, penalties called to take you out. It doesn't matter that other teams lost when you they should have won. So they're there. You can't turn the ball over. When they make the plays and you continue to not make plays, you continue to turn the ball over, you continue to Make bad passes. You continue to let your best receiver, A.J. Green, disappear. Disappear. Hey, Marvin Jones is kind of a big deal, though. Okay, you got a good one-two punch there. You've got Marvin Jones, who had a great game. I mean, what are you going to say about him? He's the only one catching the ball. He is. A.J. Green needs to do better. And this was the issue. Throw it to him. This was the issue I had when we were doing our wide receiver top five that I had with A.J. Green. Is his ability to be physical because he is—he's tall, 
but he's skinny. He's not very. But strong. you've also got a pussy he quarterback a going at deep him. Threat. He is a great deep threat, and a lot of his catches throughout the season. The reason why he has tons of yards and tons of touchdowns is because he was a great deep threat. That's big, tall, catch the ball. He made big plays, and you know what? When he's not there making big plays, they have nobody else to make big plays. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis is not a big play guy. Giovanni Bernard is a rookie. Yeah. No, you I, can't I completely rely agree. on a rookie to win you the game. And you know what? AJ Green had less than forty yards. Credit to the San Chargers because they came out with a great game plan. And you know what? They didn't panic when they were behind at halftime. They didn't panic when they when it looked like Cincinnati was driving the ball. They got the turnover. Cincinnati looked like they were driving the ball again. They got the turnover again. Granted, those things were fluky, lucky things, but they made things Still happen. Still a high-scoring game around. by San Diego. They turned it around, and they turned those turnovers into points, and more importantly, took points away from Cincinnati. Correct. So... It, credit to San Diego. They did what I didn't think they were going to do, which is go into Cincinnati's house and whoop they ass. You know what's funny, though, is uh, San Diego's been that, that that weird team at the end of the season that they tend to go into games with good game plans. You know what? Mike McCoy, I'm sorry. That's a good head coach right there. You, you look back on last season and you, you look at what the Broncos did. Mike McCoy had more to do with that than we think he did. And now you're looking at this season, and that's why I said Adam Gase would be a good head coach candidate. Um, these offensive coordinators that that the Broncos are pulling out of their asses are really, really good coaches. And I, I really, truly think that you've got Mike McCoy in San Diego. He's making stuff happen. You're going to have Adam Gase, whether it's this year or next year, go on to be a head coach. And he's going to make things happen. Things are happening for these guys. The Broncos have a, a good philosophy for the coaches that they bring in, whether it's Head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, that they know who they're looking at and they're picking the right guys. Yep. New Orleans, Philadelphia. What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Wayner? Hey, didn't we just go over that game? Didn't, not entirely. <laughs> yeah, we kind did. Bounce back. We forward. went. We went over you Philly had, Saints. You, you Doug was happy about it. We didn't cover it. You told me how I did on it, and we both picked Philly. Yeah, well, I uh, I picked Philadelphia. Um, the Saints did what nobody thought they were going to do. They went into Philly's house, and they won. Drew Brees had a good game. Um, he spread the ball around. Running game was borderline non-existent. Uh, when things had to happen on third down, Drew Brees made it happen. Uh, Philly, I was a little bit disappointed in. I thought they were going to rely on LaShawn McCoy a little bit more, but they didn't. Um, they uh, Riley Cooper had a decent game. Deshaun Jackson... Had a decent game towards the end. It was more garbage time. He was he was catching the ball big plays there at the end when it they was were after their cornerback uh, got hurt that he started catching those those passes. Correct, correct. It was after that that guy was out of the game. Then he could finally actually do some work. That dude was shutting him down. Yeah, you know, but I'm not gonna. You know, I took Philly because they were at home, and I I went with history, and I probably shouldn't have. We know uh, how much of a big fan you are on history. Today. Yeah, well, let's go ahead. We're, we're going to step into history here shortly. U.S. National Football League history. That's what we're going to run into. Um, you know what? I think the stage was a little bit too big for Nick Foles. Uh, he's This is his first season as a starting quarterback, and it wasn't even a full season. But he had great numbers. Uh, he could read the field well. Chip Kelly seemed to place the perfect offense around him and let him manage it. He was making it happen. Not saying he's a game manager by any means because he can make big plays with his arms and he makes good decisions going down the field. Um, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out that Philly didn't make it. Uh, but at the same time, you know what? Houdat Nation, whoever's listening that's a Saints fan, 
Um, good for you guys. I, I tell you what, Sean Payton's back. I did have the Saints making a run this year with Sean Payton being back. I mean, I think he's he makes that team move. He makes that, that engine run. And I'm sorry, as long as you got Drew Brees, little midget man there in the background throwing the football, I think you're in good shape. What do you got on that game? What do I got on that game? Uh, I was kind of disappointed in Philly's offense. Um, they had they had good players. They have they have Deshaun Jackson, Lashawn McCoy, and it looked like they weren't. It almost looked like they weren't part of the game plan. I if I felt like they were trying. Let's try to spread the ball around because they won't be expecting. Almost trying to be, trick them. Like like they got ahead of themselves. Like don't you don't have to do that. You can go, you can lean on the guys who got you there. You don't need to worry about trying to go, oh, let's get Riley Cooper involved. You don't, you don't have to get Brent Selleck and Riley Cooper involved. You have LaShawn McCoy. He is the best running back in football. Yep, period. You just lean on him. He will lead the way. He keeps Drew Brees on the bench. He moves the ball. They didn't move the ball very well at times. Um, it just looked to me like... Did that game bum you out? That game bummed me out. I was a little bummed. I felt like the effort by the Philadelphia Eagles was not very good. I felt like the the Saints were trying to like kick history aside so that they can move on to the next round, and they were tired of losing in the first round of the playoffs. I think so. I felt like they were trying to they were trying to get to the next round, and I felt like Philly just thought, well, eventually they'll crumble, right? Because we're at home and they don't play well at home. I I felt like they. They didn't show up. They didn't want to play. Do you think Philly's coaching staff outcoached themselves maybe a little they bit? Did. Yeah, I think they did. A little bit of that, a little I bit of Sean did. Payton doing what he does. Yeah, he's, a a, he's the Rob man. Rob Ryan doing what he does. Yep. So, we'll move on here to the Kansas City and Indianapolis game, which I was... You don't want to, you don't want to move on no, to that? I don't, I don't know if what I want to talk about, about that you know? game. You Do you want to talk about that game? I'm okay, go ahead and talk about that game. Totally ready to talk about that game. <laughs> go ahead and talk because about that game. Because that game was hilarious. Oh, my God. You I know, figured we were going to leave think, the, the hilarity for last. Oh, you want to leave the hilarity? For, we can leave the hilarity Let's for leave the last. hilarity for Let's last. Let's go to the game that was just cold. <laughs> San Francisco and Green Bay. It was just cold. And, um, well, what else can you say? There was no miracle comebacks for a team that was barely above 500. I'm sorry. Too many people thought... That's your Super Bowl pick. I know I'm talking about your Super Bowl pick right now. I know, I man. Know you're trying to go against the grain instead of trusting your I heart. I want to get it about the way. We're going to talk about your Super Bowl picks here soon because I feel like... I'm still like, on the right track. What the hell <laughs> over here? But it was really cold, and Green Bay is an 8-7-1 and one team. Yeah. They're barely above 500, and everybody thought, oh, they can't go into... San Francisco can't go into Green Bay. It's cold. Colin Kaepernick grew up in Wisconsin. No, oh, he did, and he went out there, and he showed off his tattoos, and he was playing in the cold, slinging the ball around, and and you know that was that was all fine and dandy. But I still think the Packers—they were in that game till the end. Period. Uh, you got Aaron Rodgers, and you were worried about his collarbone. I saw him take some shots in that he game, did. and guess what he did? I was he got freaked. He got right back up, and Every guess what he did? Every time he got hit, I was like, oh, that's it, is it? Oh, God. I saw Aaron Rodgers get hit three times and hit on the next play a third and ten plus with a rocket. His collarbone is fine. He was healed. He stayed out those last two games of the regular season for a reason because I don't think he was quite ready yet, like you, like you thought initially. I... I, I I'm still baffled 
by the fact that the Green Bay Packers lost. I mean, it blows my mind. I feel that Why if... Why does it blow your mind, though? Well, I feel that if... In Green, a, a barely above 500 team, though. Barely when, above when, 500 because Aaron Rodgers was knocked out in week six, if I recall. But look at their record from that. They, I, I believe they won... They won they a couple, just, lost more. I believe it's pretty close. A three even. and five, I want to say, or it was like a three, five and one, something to that so effect. There's a one. It's no. I feel like there was a lot better. They, they did a lot better than that. But Scott Tolzien and uh, Matt Flynn didn't do all that hot to begin with. Then Matt Flynn won a couple. He won a couple, and he made some things happen. But I just felt, and you know what? I drank the Kool Aid. I felt Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. He's going to go ahead and shock the world, and they're going to make a Super Bowl run. I was wrong. I'm eating crow. I promised Gonzo that I'd eat crow on this game, and I'm here I am. i got a big bowl of it in front of me. I poured beer on it. Why I think not? it's chaw. I think it's chaw spit. Some chaw spit. I think that's what that mm, is. That's I some good crow that. in there. I wouldn't eat that. I wouldn't eat that. Let's get to your well, game, buddy. Let's get, let's, get to the, let's get to the hilarity. The whoa, hilariousness. Whoa. What is the word, Doug? Literary expert. Hilariousness. hilariousness. I think it's a good word. Yeah. We'll go with hilariousness. It was so goddamn hilarious. My mom got involved, which she thought was hilarious. Which go wow wow because nothing's funnier. Oh, sorry, than sad. it's my mom, you asshole. I'm sorry, dude. I was then sad. AFC West days. fans, except for Bronco fans. Charger fans are still happy. I give a fuck about them. We'll <laughs> talk about them in a second. I can't even wait. So, but I think it's very pathetic. <sighs> To have a team that has a 28-point lead with, what, 27 minutes left in a game, and you can't manage to get three first downs to seal the deal? You, you, would, you could go kneel on first and second down, throw the ball, try and get a first down, and probably just go, ah, what, punt what? the ball, and they would still go, man, these guys don't even want to play anymore. We probably are done for. Yeah. And then he throws another interception. Man, we are probably done for. Oh, my God. Six Andrew points? Luck had a bad game. Six points. He dude. had a he had a bad game, and he had a great game. I mean, if you, if you get past God. the interceptions, Andrew Luck had the perfect game, but he threw interceptions, and... Kansas City took that lead, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm actually, you know what's funny is I'm, I'm, I'm helping a buddy painting upstairs at a house while we're listening to this game. And I said, dude, there is no way. I will bet you four shots right now on the table. There's no way the Colts come back. Guess who ended up being drunk that night? This guy did. That sounds like a bet that's not very fair. Like, <laughs> like You're like, I bet you if I lose, I still win. <laughs> well, it was still a good time. But what I'm trying to figure out is how the – Number one ranked defense in the league the first eight weeks of the season allowed the Colts to come back from that deficit with turnovers still occurring. What a, it, it just appalls me at the fact that Kansas City didn't have a better game plan going into that second half saying th- there are teams that can go into, second, into the second half, have big leads, and just not necessarily keep the momentum but maintain the game. They maintain the game. Yeah, punt. Go kick a field goal, punt, go score a touchdown, punt. They didn't even do that. The game was over after they intercepted the ball at the beginning of the second half and were finally up 28 points. The Colts wanted the game to be over. The Colts fans wanted the game to be over. There were people in the in that stadium leaving after that touchdown. There was about uh, 
maybe two thirds of the fans left in there the stadium was, when the Colts came back and won that game on whose shoulders? Andrew Lucky Dogs. Andrew Lucky He's Dogs. So lucky that Andy Reid outfought himself. Right? <laughs> I got to keep piling on because we're ahead. Uh, yeah, you're ahead, so you can just like go and cruise control. Relax and play prevent defense and not worry about it. But you, you know, know what? what? He's making the mistakes. Let Andrew Luck continue to make the mistakes. Yeah. Your defense was playing well. You don't have to be overly aggressive on defense. Let them move the ball. Guard the sidelines. Don't let them get out of bounds. Don't let the big plays happen. And let them and kick you field know goals. What? Let them they kick field goals. They didn't stop the big plays. That's how they got back in the T. game. T.Y. Hilton. Where big did, play after where, big play. Where did T.Y. Hilton come from all of a sudden? I All of a sudden, that's all T.Y. Hilton's game is, is like that deep down the... Right down the middle. Let's run that post route and just have him blow by safeties. Here's the deal. T.Y. Hilton. Like he's an underneath, over the middle kind of guy. T.Y. Hilton's either one catch for 13 yards or 13 catches for between 150 and 230 yards. There's no in between like with that guy. Spoken like a true fantasy football player. Hey, man, I had him on both my teams. And you know what? When I had him in there and he was killing it, I was like, woohoo! When he wasn't killing it, I was like, fuck my life. Everybody says this, yes. But yes, uh, T.Y. Hilton, I, I'm not sure where that guy came from in this game. He, I, I don't know if he had a point to prove, but you know what? That was at home. T.Y. Hilton is notorious for having big games at home. He's Andrew a, Luck is also notorious. He's a young for cat, and it looked to me like he still wanted to play, and Andrew Luck still wanted to play. A couple of those guys still wanted to play. And they did. And I feel like... Once I, I feel like once they put a touchdown on the board, that they're like, okay, see, I mean, it's we only, can do this. We're only down three scores. It's still halfway through the third. We can still put together if we put together another scoring drive. We're only down two scores. And you know what? Andy Reid at that point didn't look at it like, eh, let's just kind of burn tons of the clock. Didn't do that. Defensive coordinator, eh, I don't care about the big plays. Let them have their big plays. We'll try and hold them in the red zone. Okay, but. They're taking big plays, and they're going down the field, and they're scoring. And it got the momentum after that touchdown. It that just was a became, it, just, it was a wrap. It was a, it was a momentum shift to Indianapolis. So what happens in that game if Jamal Charles and Justin Houston don't go down? I think if just Jamal Charles alone doesn't go down, that, that game's game a wrap. Is, that game is so over. Okay. With that... I can't remember the cat's name. I'm not going to lie. Niall Davis? Niall Davis. I he went down, too. He ended up going down. Dexter McCluster was running the he ball. He was having, which is what they should have done, was a good rotation of Dexter McCluster and Niall Davis. They should have done a little bit of first down Dexter McCluster stuff mixed with Niall Davis on those short yardage first yep, downs. Yep, I agree. That dude was a bruiser. He was going through the middle, and he was running hard. I was pretty impressed with him, but at the same time, it's, it's like... the system. He's not a sister. At the same time, he's not Jamal Charles. No, he's not. How about that? No. How about he's not the second best running back in the league? Okay. Man, I, I because just... Because he... Mm. If, if Jamal Charles doesn't leave that game, I don't care if Justin Houston is in the game. They move the ball with Jamal Charles and eventually score. And that's how they do it. And like I said, best screen pass team, second best screen pass team, second best screen pass team got behind too much, can't throw those anymore, through big plays. And was eventually able to do it without Jamal Charles. Pass plays well, you know what? Man. You you picked the Chiefs to win that game. I picked the Chiefs, but on air scratched them out and took the Colts to win that game. Why? I don't know what possessed me. 
Just to be just to be out of the you know what Gonzo even called me out today. Him and I had a little message conversation on Facebook, and he goes, "Dude, you've been saying Seattle, Denver all season." And you know what I told him? I said before the last show, I couldn't have the same picks as Silva. Couldn't do it. Wouldn't let it happen. But why, Mister Carey? Why? Why the flippy floppy? Why the flippy floppy? Because you know what? It's it's just not political. Way to be topical. Yeah, yeah, it's not historically. In the line to have two number one seeds face each other in the Super Bowl. And as much as I would love to see the best defense against the best offense, I would love to see that, but it's just, it's not going to happen. And if it does happen, well, then I I better get a backup bowl of crow to eat because it's going to be nice and good with some garlic salt on it. I'm hoping that's what happens to you. All right, my man. Well, when we get to to picking time, we're going to be speaking on it a little bit. Because, oh man, I got so much to say about that. I have so much to talk about the Broncos game. I know some people don't want to fucking hear it, but you're going to hear it from me. I want to hear it. I'm going to talk about shit that you're You're wearing orange. I'm wearing black. Let's go. The Guns were united in orange today, buddy. I know you're wearing it. I know you're rocking it. It's legit. He's wearing it. On the beaches of Tahiti. 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 It's a magical place. It's very magical, apparently. Do I need to start going in song again? Ass in the water. No, feet in the water. Ass in the sand. I almost screwed that one up. Anyway, yeah. it's a good song. Don't, don't, don't. No, I won't. Yeah, I won't do that to you guys top one five? more time. Top five? Which top five? Top, we'll go with your top five. What's your top five? Uh, my top five is actually kind of more like an opinion-based top five. It's kind of fun. Um, That's pretty much it's all five. No, right? it's more. <laughs> I'm not. I already did. Didn't, oh, I, didn't I show it to you? <laughs> no, did I show you mine? No, I don't want to see it. All right, we both um, have baby dicks. Yay! Yay! All right, my uh, my top five is more, more of an opinion-based, uh, fan-based kind of top five. Uh, it's top five current NFL helmets in the NFL. Okay, What's your okay, favorite you NFL helmet? Say current, the kind that prevents concussions. Okay. okay, well, no, not the ones that prevent concussions. I'm talking well, about flashiness, how they look. You know what the you know what kind of vibe they give when you get on the see a player get on the field and you're like god damn that's a sweet helmet that's what I'm talking about like when they first introduced like that like Darth Vader visor thing yeah that thing Silva you got my back on that yeah that <laughs> that one what do you got there James all right my number five and uh, the reason I'm saying this is because they actually well okay two reasons I'm saying this number one it's my favorite team number two they just changed the helmet last season. I'm a big fan of the white helmet with a big old buffalo launching with a red stripe across it, Buffalo Bills logo. I like I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's unique. I didn't like the blue with the silver line in the middle they had there for a little bit. I didn't like the all blue with the red stripe. It, it, it didn't do it for me. Hooray I like beer. the white. I like the white. Hooray beer. Hooray beer. Hooray beer. You said red stripe. Okay. Uh, my number four is going to be the Rams logo. Reason being is because it's it's pretty plain, but it's been the same throughout history. Whether it was the the Los Angeles Rams or the St. Louis Rams, I mean, it's it's looked good the whole time. It's very plain, and and I enjoy looking at it because it doesn't take you too over the top. You don't have a, a pirate on there with an eye patch on. You know what I mean? They you moved to St. Louis where there are no Rams. Uh, well, exactly. But you know what? But they had to go over to Colorado and the Rocky Mountains where there's more. God damn it, James. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, my number three is the Saints. Again, same kind of thing as the Rams. Same. Catch the yeah. reference. Okay. I like the Saints. I like the gold on black. It, it, I, I kind of dig it. I mean, maybe it's just the, the fashion sense in me, but... 
Uh, number two, the new Jags helmets. How Ugh. they... No, get out of here. Ew. Okay, the logo is a little bit... The shit brown that they used for that helmet is so no good. The black... If they would have used it's the more, teal... It's a more of a bronze. The, it's more of like a bronze It's supposed to gold. look like a Jaguar's brownish color, but okay. it looks like a turd. Okay, it well, you like get shit brown on one side <laughs> and black on the other. No, it's black fading into it's the shit, shit brown God, with a big old Jaguar on the side. It's shit And brown. you know what, guys? My number one, and reason being... Partially is because they don't use decals on them. They are painted this way. They are made this way. They are manufactured this way. Cincinnati Bengals helmets. I like the orange and black. I like it. I dig it. It's it's all custom. I'm sorry. We're talking about like that gradient. That's the bronze into the black on the. That looks like shit. On the Jaguars <laughs> helmet. That looks like shit. It looks like a doo doo. Right. But, hey, flip it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, it, see, it doesn't. Don't touch the equipment. Dude, Dick. that is beautiful. Uh, Look at that No, blend. that's horrible. That's horrid, isn't it? That's The okay. concept is I nice. have a minor, I have a minor is, in the design. The color scheme is, is disgusting. Horrible. You have a minor in my ass. No, you don't. Oh. Oh, that sounded Don't horrible. ever say minor anyway, in Anyway, hey, my number one phrasing. Bengals helmet reasons I already spoke of. Let me hear it, Silver. I'm going to do Gonzo's helmets. Okay, okay. You actually have... A few in common. Really? Yep. Awesome. All right, let's but hear it. Gonzo's number five. But not the Jaguars. Is the Cleveland Browns, and he said the same thing. Not too over the top. It's kind of classic. What do you mean not too over the top? It's just... Well, <laughs> when I get to... Well, Orange. How about this? I'll say what I think about them. They look about as good as their team does. That's what <laughs> I think about their helmets. Sorry, Gonzo. Um, the Rams. Okay. I guess he likes the Rams. I don't know how to elaborate on his list, but I'm going with it. The Broncos had to make his list. Of course. The Broncos are at number three. Okay. I dig it. I, I uh, almost, they were my six, actually. I like the Broncos on it. The number two, Chicago Bears. He said he likes the classic look. It's just the color scheme. Here's my color. Here's my logo. In your mouth. Boom. And then his number one. Cincinnati Bengals. What's he up, always, Gonzo? We didn't even talk about this, homie. He said he's always liked... Those helmets, and I don't agree with him at all. Okay, they did not make my list. My number five. Now, I thought this is old helmets, and I actually have the Bills at my number five. For and which they would actually one? stay at my number five, the old and the new. I did like the old one. I do like the new one with the like red stripe going with the yeah. say Doug. Red stripe, Arabia. Doug, no. Arabia. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, I do like, I, I, I still also like the, I, they made my list, man. All right. Bro, I'm happy list. about that. Do you see me like all turkey over You're not going to like the next one, though, because the one I put over you is the New England Patriots. I don't know. Douchebag like on the fucking helmet. You might as well put Tom Brady and Uggs on the you side. You know what? The, my next two are probably mostly because their previous two were so fucking hideous. Okay. That That's why Doug raised his hand. Uh, the Bills, that's the white helmet with the red stripe. Hooray yeah. beer. Hooray beer. All right, okay. That's so much better than the Jaguars. That's ridiculous. See. Thanks, Doug. You're a dick, but I like the Jags. <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit about the team or... So my next two are because their old helmets were so hideous. Their old uniforms were so hideous. Everything about it. I like them so much better. The Patriots, then the Bucks. I like both of those helmets so much better. Mm, okay. okay. Maybe it's maybe it's because 
the helmets here are sparkly. I don't know. I like it. Shiny. You've Is got shiny? the Oakland Raiders, and then you've got the the Florida never, Raiders. Like, <laughs> Come on now, I man. Like the Where they moved? No. About the Raiders. Where they moved? Where there are no Raiders. Oh, sorry. Okay. There might be. In Florida. Number yeah. two is Green Bay. Because I like the new sparkle that they put on them. Not that dull, like, regular yellow. They almost made my list, Pearl too. Coat. I dig yeah. them. That's what that's called. I've got a metallic. pearly coat for you is there, buddy. I believe, they refer, I believe the sparkle like that is called metallic. But yes, it does. They can talk for a man with a miter up his ass. I, I, I do like how they, they took away that just that dull yellow and made it, like, pop a little bit. It's the same helmet, but they just kind of made just one little minor detail in it. That's great. Uh, number one is the Broncos, because fuck you guys, I'm a fucking Broncos fan. Which helmet did you think I was going to say? Kiss my ass, baby. Okay, here's the deal, man. The Broncos shit. helmet is not that awesome. I, it's awesome to By me. By the way, I do You dig. said favorite helmet, so you know what? That's all right, all right. Your team, you make your list, do it. I did. Well, you know what? They did, and all I, the way at I the appreciate bottom. you That's for that. That's not even... Not even team made my list. I couldn't believe it. I was looking at all the helmets and I was like... Dude, we just dabbed each other like I three times because I'm excited about it. Because the Bills have a good looking helmet. They just have a horrible team. It's like the Browns. Uh, let's go ahead and get into... Uh, my top five? Yeah, let's get into top your top five. five. Why don't you go ahead and give it up I to... Need to make up, I, I, I need to make up to any loyal listeners we have by having a top five. Because last week we did top five. What, Doug? Michael Jackson. Oh, yes, songs. yes, yes. So I had to make up for that nonsense, okay? James isn't here right now, but that was some bullshit. Top five Pantera songs. That'll say it. Don't worry. He'll never hear I me say that. Gonzo's top five. Number five. Well, what, 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 what? Top five? What? I said Pantera songs. Oh, did you? Okay. Pantera songs. Top five. This was a really rough, from rough one. If you're a Pantera fan. You heard me say that. You instantly thought of five songs you love and instantly thought of five other songs that should be on the list. And then another five that would have made it. Okay, audience. Uh, now, while I may have snuck away for 30 seconds to go urinate, um, I did hear Silva say that he had to make up for the pop culture top five last week. God damn it, Michael Jackson is the man. He, what was he again? Come on, Doug, let me hear it. What was Michael Jackson? Oh, he was a uh, 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 kitty diddling baby dangler. <laughs> okay, that's what he was apparently, and yeah, he was. No, there was no apparent. We've talked about this. He okay. did dangle a baby. And the next list is for rock legends. Okay, we're not, we're not. Nobody dangled babies in this band. Well, they may have, Maybe. but it wasn't no on, diddling though. But it, no, God no, no diddling. There was no diddling of children on this list. How do you know? Did you hang out with them? They just strike me as the kind of Dude, guys you, who don't fuck. Just don't fuck. They, they have they have very they have very honest uh, behind the scenes videos. I will yeah. say that uh, the 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 what would you call those? Like not documentaries, but the musicmentaries. Well, we are in a top yeah, five that Doug is creaming over. Right oh now. God, yes, Pantera was. Well, Ryan was probably. No, you didn't know me when I used to dye the beard. No, you no, didn't know you when you had the beard. Yeah, when I used to, I I learned how to a uh, uh, pink goatee like he had a beard. I, no, I I died. I had a goatee that was pink like dime bag. All right, move on. Sorry, Gonzo's top five because Gonzo really put a lot of effort into this and he really no he didn't. If that's his what number one. Uh oh, Scraggy. <laughs> All right, number Great five. Great Southern Trend killed. Number five. Okay. Number four. Drag the waters. Oof. 
What? what? No, no, it's it's just ones I had to cut off of my top oh, okay. 15. Okay, I was like, seriously? That didn't no, even no, make your top 15? You're going to hear me, like, pain. I was going to say, all I of these to... should have been in your top 15. Uh, Regular people might have been out. Yeah. But okay. I can understand what's, it. What's it. Okay, so number four, drink number, the water. Number, Some more. number three, five minutes alone. Mm-hmm. Number two, Bounce regular people. Mm-hmm. Number one, this love. Mm. He heard all of that. And uh, Doug's oh. just so saddened. Gonzo, you're gonna have to like. Should we go Gonzo, to Doug next? Gonzo, I want you to know that I wish I could have made this like a top like Doug, 16. Doug will go last. He is our he is our pop culture guy. So okay. Doug gets to go last. What is your list? All right, guys. Uh, I am a mainstream. Okay. She's hot. I watch her videos. Same with Miley Cyrus. Same with Rihanna. Whoa. I watch him. Ew. Dude, really, Miley? She's gross. You would not. not no. At not at all. Not even no. a close. You guys have problems. Not even if, had a If my wife listens to this, she'll be like, yep, that's my husband. Um, yep, you're gross. Top five she's Pantera songs. I am a, I am a yep. mainstream Pantera. She'll call it morning sickness, but she's just sick with you. <laughs> all right. Am I done talking, Doug? You're done. All right, talking. I'll go ahead and get into this now. <laughs> Top five Pantera songs. Again, listeners, I am a mainstream Pantera listener. I've been to one of their shows. They're not in the top 20 bands that I listen to on a regular basis. I thought you were about to say, like, top 20 bands. Like, no, top 20 bands that I listen to. Like, what the fuck? So you're going you're gonna to know most of these songs. Uh, my number five, Cowboys from Hell. Come on, guys. That's a fucking great song. It was one of the first songs I heard. Yeah, one of the first Pantera songs that most people heard. It's just it's one of those songs you listen to it, it gets you up, it gets you going. Exactly. I actually can think my good friend not good friend. But friend. I like him. He's a good guy. Nick Chapla actually introduced me to Pantera. He got the album like two weeks after it was out, Cowboys from Hell. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Who the hell is this?" He's this like, is Pantera. Awesome. I'm like, "This is fucking awesome." <laughs> they're, they're, I was, they're so I was like, I was I was even only just then getting into any kind of metal music, and I was like, because you know I was still doing the grungy shit. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, this is like better than everything." Amazing. Yeah. Oh, this is such a good album to hear for the first. time. All right, my number four. My number four is this love. Uh, the song is basically about bad relationships. It kind of hit it home for me a few times. It's it's a it's a pretty darn good song. And you know what? When you're having yep. a rough time with the old lady, you take put that fucking love. song on. You can take this love and put it where the sun don't shine. Uh, Those number three, are not the words. Number three. No, well I didn't say that. It was the words. My number three. You said it earlier. Cemetery Gates. Uh, that song basically is just about it's about losing someone you care about, but it's pretty freaking deep it's pretty intense uh kind of kind of hits home and they know with me on that song on it yeah dude they they Look let it rip wow. uh my number two is walk come on man you gotta have respect for people you gotta show people love you gotta not talk shit about people behind their back you gotta show them respect and for pantera they were basically just walking the walk man they were they were they were walking it's a catchy riff and my number one and this is gonna be my number one and there's no way anybody could talk me out of it because i'm a dick silva knows me doug knows me uh fucking hostile i you know what love Uh, i had to i had to take that off my list but i want it on my list and then i have it as a ringtone i had to take it off my list i have it as my number one reason being is because i don't have uh, all the same songs that everybody else has on there because i i didn't own every cd 
Um, I, I hear songs by them and I like them. I record them. Uh, you know, back in the day when you had the play record button on your tape player and you're like, oh, KVPI back when it was 105.9. Or, yeah, it was 105.9. Oh, it was 106.7, then it was 105.9. Hey, you hit the play record button when your song comes on and you get a little bit of the DJ in the background before the song. Yeah, anyway. So, Fucking Hostile is my number one Pantera song. And that's it. I'm not going to hate on that. You literally can't hate on any of these songs that are on the list. Pretty much. Um, my number five was also Great Southern Trivia. Fucking shit shreds. Um, number four. It shreds. Number four, it's When I Am Angry and I Want to Drive Angry. I put this on and I crank the fucking radio up. Five minutes alone. This makes me beat the shit out of the steering wheel. And I drive angry. I drive fast and aggressive and... It gets the it gets the anger out. Number three. Now Scott is gonna know my number three because it is my entrance music to re- backyard wrestling. That's right. You used to backyard wrestle? Oh, we kind of did. Uh, jump off roofs and shit. Jump off of like the second floor onto somebody else. DDT my friend Travis into a oh, mattress, but miss in between the mattress and crash a skull into the floor. Uh, new level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. And I hope this makes Doug's list. I feel like I, I feel like you told me it would not make your list, but uh, number two is Domination. Oh, it's a good song. I, that good song. song. Better make I know that list, song. Doug. That song better make Amazing your list. song. That song is fucking incredible. Thank you. Um, that's another one. When you put it in. It's home. fucking driving. Hey, dude, you're a driving oh. song. I'm a relationships, dead people, fuck the I world a, song kind of guy. Well, domination. And he's road rage. Fuck, fuck the world song. <laughs> he's a mine, road rage song. Mine is all. I, if I'm usually if I'm pissed off, that's when I'm. Best part is away. he he drives yeah. to job sites on a daily basis, so it kind of makes me nervous about working in any I'm area. That he's <laughs> like, smashing his head to the glass. Who gives a shit, right? It might. I might. Sometimes, uh, and my number one was the first song I heard by them, so that's why it gets to be my number one, and it is to this day why I will say some of you say, "What's so great about Dimebag Daryl?" I'll be like, oh, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Five albums. Put in fucking Cemetery Gates, and I'm like, "This is just you want to hear what's so great about Dimebag Daryl? Cemetery Gates. That's what's fucking great about Dimebag Daryl." I would say as a honorable mention. When you say what's so great about Dimebag Daryl, uh, it did not make my list. I had to take it off to fit in a few others. Um, but floods. Yes. Should be mentioned. Yes. Period. No. Again. Yes. Um, floods was one of those. Um, I was in and out of metal bands uh, throughout high school and after high school, and Floods was the riff. You know, I mean, you weren't worth your salt if you didn't play Floods. So. And then shitty Metallica. Um, <laughs> Which we know what it means when you like Metallica, right? Ben? Oh, I think we got a new top five coming up in the near future, huh? Metallica? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay, right. carry on, Doug. Don't make me beep anything. <laughs> um, now, because Gonzo's out there, and if you're not Gonzo, uh, I am more lyrics rather than music. So that's where I kind of come from on some of these. My number five... Good friends and a bottle of pills. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Could have been a burn victim, an amputee, or a dead body. 
God damn, I wanted to fuck. God damn, I wanted to fuck. Um, JR, that one's for you. Um, number uh, four, which was the first, first internet handle of Doug on AOL's I Am, was I'm Broken. Number three, I still maintain I will get lyrics tattooed on my body from this song. Strength Beyond Strength. Uh, specifically the, uh, the lyric, if you're all wondering, James, no judgments. Uh, when he says, I'm brain, bones, and cock. That is one of the most metal things I think I'd ever heard at the time was being 16, 17. What's on Facebook now, James? Oh, I'm sorry, am I done talking? No, you you can keep talking. I just wanted to go ahead and let everybody know that Gonzo is in the house right now. He just let me know that he's in the house right now. So, <laughs> What does that even mean? Uh, J- Gonzo's in the house. Okay. He's drinking. What do they drink in Tahiti with specialty down there? It's a Mai Tai. Mai Tai. Mai Tai sound good. Yeah. No, I'm listening. Dude, it's a magical Doug, place. I, I, dude, I can do two things at once. I'm not a... Artard. Artard. Uh, <laughs> I prefer the term Wibbly Wobblies. Thank you. Um, you say retard on the radio? You can say retard on the radio. Um, number two, regular people conceit. I, god damn if, yeah. Just, I, I'm getting worked up just thinking about that. And number one, and I told you this right on the way here. Uh, my number one is, will always be Primal Concrete Sledge. Yes. You do not get a more metal song name than that. Primal Concrete Sledge. And tell me that doesn't make you want to bang your steering wheel, your head, <laughs> someone through plate glass. Or concrete. Or concrete. Either way. Sledge style, primally. Um, so yeah, this was, uh, Gonzo, you'll appreciate, this was a rough one for me. I, I had to narrow it down from 15, 16, something like that. There is no wrong answer on this top five. Which is 13 did I do all right nowhere, sandblasted skin. Did I do okay with There's mainstream no Pantera? The only, no the answer. only good song on Reinventing the Steel, Goddamn Electric. But weirdly, because it's Kerry King on it, and not anyone from Pantera. <laughs> You know what would be Harry awesome? Kerry King's got that note in that fucking outro that turns your spine to glass. You know what would be awesome is if you had a sound drop for fucking Hostile when Sylvan and I are about to go at bat about playoff games this weekend. Right in the middle. Fuck it. You know. We're going to save the tell you what, game uh, for we'll, last. Tell you what, we'll do uh, post-production and uh, you let me know when you want it in and I will put it in. Okay. All right, we're in. San Francisco, Carolina, you're wearing the cam jersey. I am wondering, really, who you're going to pick here. I am very curious. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take the 40. Just kidding. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. You know so why? I'm shocked right now. Reason being is because... As their I, helmets look amazing. As I, as you don't I, want that jersey to look out of date. I, you know what? No, this jersey right here is... I, I bought it for a reason. I've had a man crush on Cam Newton since he came out of Auburn. I even had a... Cam, I had a Crush on him when he was in Auburn. He's had a I, crush on himself for a long time. Too. I, well, but. he has, but you know what? He's grown out of that crush. I feel as though with Steve Smith coming back, you got Greg Olson at tight end. Uh, you got a bunch of receivers. Ted Ginn. You got Brandon LaFell. And you've got two of the former number one and two rushing backs in the league and Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. You're going to do something. And that defense, 
good Lord, I would not want to get hit by any of those guys. They may not be bigger than the guys that they're going against, but they're going to hurt them, and they're going to get to the quarterback. And by the way, Colin Kaepernick got sacked in candlestick six times last game by the Carolina Panthers. Now I understand that the 49ers did not have Alvin Smith or Michael Crabtree at the time. Michael Crabtree, according to Jim Harbaugh, is the best quote-unquote catcher of all time. And I say that with a question mark because why would you call your wide receiver the best catcher of all time in the sport of football? He is, if you want to say he is the best at doing what he's doing, you'd call him the best wide receiver of all time. So go ahead, Jim Harbaugh, spew your crap. I got the Carolina Panthers winning pretty handedly in this 34-21. Handedly. 34-21, Carolina. I have San Francisco not winning handedly at all. This is going to be another bruiser because it was a bruiser the first time. Ten nine, if that's it's not be a, a bruiser the second time too. Not in Carolina, buddy. I absolutely believe it's going to. It's they have so much momentum in San Francisco right now, and Carolina's been sitting off. A lot of those guys have not been to the playoffs. San Francisco was in the Super Bowl. A lot of those guys that are on that team were on that team last year. They've been there. They want to prove that they belong, they deserve to go back. See, they have a lot to prove in their own way. It may not. It may not be pressure, is the word I'm looking for, but they have a lot to prove to themselves. They didn't win their division like they wanted to. They thought they were the best team in the division. Got disproven, obviously, for obvious reasons. They got beat by the best team in that division. But I think that they have a lot to prove. This game's going to be close, a lot closer than your score. 34-21, dude. Book it. I really feel like this game is going to be 24-21, and it's going to be tight to the end. Okay. No, be, I, I accept it's that. Going to be, it's going to be Cap sealing the game. It's going to be Cap coming back to finish the game. One of those two things. Carolina, you mentioned their running backs. I don't have that much faith in the, that their running backs are going to make it the game. I think this is going to be a battle between Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton. This is going to be who plays better. Who's week. the better quarterback? Zilla, honestly, who's the better quarterback? John Elway. I am by a little. Okay, there you go. There's your but game. But I have like oh, he has better skill set. Cap has a little bit more experience. A little bit better experience. I I understand that and I see that, but I I feel as though Cam Newton has had that experience when it comes to winning a BCS national championship. He's been on the big stage. He knows what to do. He knows how to win ball games. And you know what? Just watching him the last two games of the regular season drive the ball down the field, last drive of the game, throw a winning touchdown pass, to me right there, that lets me know that he is ready for this. He's ready to win. His defense is more than ready to win. And you got Steve Smith out there. I'm sorry, man. He's He said uh, on NFL.bleep today, that he was at 89%. Now, why you put it at 89%, I Isn't don't know. That his number? That, that's number? Well, yeah, I think it Maybe is. That's why it's at 89%. <laughs> kind of funny, right? I feel as though that <laughs> guy's... I feel as though he's 100%. He's ready to go, and he's going to have a huge game, and that defense is going to hit, go ahead and let uh, Colin Kaepernick kind of feel the pain of that Panthers defense. I feel like home. the lack of offensive weapons is going to be the reason why the Carolina Panthers don't win this game. I can I feel see. like there are better weapons on San Francisco's side of the ball. The defenses, in my opinion, are about a wash. 
I do not agree with that. I feel as though uh, the Carolina Panthers' the defense, defense is is the well. Well, when I say okay, I actually said today when I was talking about it at work that that Carolina and San Francisco are damn near the same team. They damn near are. You got a good San Francisco defense. You've got a great Carolina defense. Okay, Carolina's going to take that portion. You've got a decent San Francisco offense and a pretty darn good Carolina offense. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a it, it's going to be a good game. It's still going to be 34-21 Carolina. They're going to make shit happen at Bank of America Stadium this weekend. And I'll be wearing this jersey. Apparently, I'm not a curse because I've worn it for a couple weeks now. Well, now. I just got it. I just got it. And now you're going to have to pack it in the closet and save it for next season. And uh, well, I've got my spiller. <laughs> who's going like, to like, break another I gotta, angle? i got to root for some kind of playoff team. That's not even the case. Get the hell out of here. You know I've wanted to bone Cam Newton for the past four or five years now. Come on, man. All right, man. Not bone Let's him, move. Per se, but, Let's stay in the NFC. We'll go Seattle. Own it, dude. Own, Own it. it. All right. All right. Seattle. New Orleans. What do you got there, big I've got Seattle over the Saints, but it's... uh I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous about it. I feel like the Saints are hitting their rhythm. I feel like uh, Rob Ryan has gotten that defense to where they can actually play. I feel as though Percy Harvin just coming back for Seattle kind of injured still doesn't give Seattle all the weapons that they would normally have. Now, I understand Russell Wilson can get outside the pocket. He can make plays with his legs. He can he can run 15 yards towards the sidelines and wing one all the way to the other side of the end zone and hit golden tape. Big deal. I feel as though Seattle's going to win, but I think if the Saints win, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be shocked. But I have Seattle. I'm picking Seattle. I am also taking Seattle, and it's more to the fact that I don't. I feel like they match up better defensively against Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. I don't think that this game is this game is going to be won either by the Saints and Drew Brees or lost by the Saints and Drew Brees. I don't think that Seattle's going to do anything different. I think they're going to stay the same defensively. I think they're going to do what they do defensively. They're going to do what they do offensively. I think their game plan is, let's just do what we do. And the Saints' game plan, it needs to get magical. They need to make plays. They need to shut that crowd down early because you think they get loud during the regular season. Oh, playoffs are brutal. They're going to break another They're going to break another. Oh, they're yeah. going to break another record. And you bet your ass they're going to be going to record for it, too. And there isn't going to be a Saints fan in the house, so don't look for anybody well, from New Orleans in Seattle. And if they are there, they're going to get be beat drowned up. out. They're going to be drowned They're going to get stabbed out. in the parking lot after the game over a parking That only spot. happens in Denver. Oh, yeah. Um, no, but the, the Seattle doesn't need to change what they need to do. They match up really good against the Saints. No, they I do, don't absolutely. want New Orleans to advance, to be honest with you, because if Denver goes to the Super Bowl, that's the team I don't want to play. Because they're, the they're the same team. They're the same team. Yeah. They're this. It's not that they're the same team. They are. The thing that scares me the most about New Orleans is they have a big time offense and a good defense. Yeah. I would rather play the Seattle Seahawks because I'm not as concerned about their offense, and I think our offense could overpower with the rules the way the NFL is, and with the best officials officiating at the Super Bowl, you have the best crew. So there ain't going to be no silly, oh, uh, he was kind of holding Touchception! Let him go. It's good! No touchceptions, no 
no crazy stuff. I think in the end, a better offense will always beat the better defense in this new era of don't touch anybody, be nice, don't hit anybody, don't touch the receiver. Pull their flags. It's going to be okay. It's, don't hit the quarterback. No, I think in this situation, no. I think that in that, off. In that particular situation, I think that that's better for Denver. I would rather play San Francisco, Carolina, or Seattle than New Orleans. I okay. feel like they're New Orleans. I, I would really like to see them get No, I feel you on that. Absolutely. Like, I see where you're coming from. I see where I'm coming from. But I'm going to, you know, well, it is what it is. We both picked the same we team, both but I wouldn't Seattle, be surprised. So, I got to put a I gotta put a point on it. So, I'm going to go Seattle. 27. I don't know why I'm going with that number. I'll go with New Orleans, 24. I like it. I like it close. You want to go Pats Colts next? Absolutely. I got so much to say on the last game. I'm so angry. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and make it simple because I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, I'm sorry. I like Andrew Luck. I like the Magic. But you know what? It's Tom Brady. It's Bill Belichick. It's the Patriots. You can throw myself and Silva out there at wide receiver, and we would catch touchdown passes from Tom Brady all day on the shelf. Book it. I'm going to take the Patriots in Foxborough to beat the Colts. <clears throat> We're both a couple of fat slobs who could catch touchdown passes. From Tom Brady. From Tom Brady. <laughs> He's a stud. But unfortunately, Tom Brady doesn't play on defense. They get a couple of key injuries on defense. <laughs> they have some key injuries on offense. I don't feel like they have the firepower to actually... I feel like this is going to get out of hand. I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game. Really it's going to be like another Kansas City Colts game? I, it's or? like, oh, how do you not have the offensive weapons? But Tom Brady's going to make it happen because it's at Foxborough. He's going to score. And I don't think Andrew Luck will ever give up on trying to score in this postseason. No, after he's never going to give I up. Just Even, saw, yeah. he, what, after what I just saw, there ain't no getting him down. And that's how the Patriots have always operated. Oh, the Patriots are going to be built. Oh, it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady again. They're just, oh, they're beating us. Let's just pack our bags and go home. We're done. Covering up my fastball, bro. <laughs> I didn't want that's you. That's what I was reading. Whoa! So Crazy. you're looking at my dick? Is what you're telling everybody on the air? I'm sorry. I saw your eyes shoot towards the bottom of my face. Apparently, uh, looks like an arrow pointing down. Why are you like reading your fastball right now? <laughs> James's there is unfortunate not... new internet nickname is fastball. <laughs> Balls. But the, I, I don't. I, I feel like if this goes into a shootout, I don't think that that bodes well for Tom Brady. That seems like a weird thing to say because I don't feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like he has too much, he has too many young guys. He has to rely pretty much on Julian Edelman. And Dude, he's got Julian Edelman, Amendola, uh, you've got Dobson coming back, uh, you've got Kimbrel Tompkins. Dude, you still have Shane Vereen, who's a one-man wrecking crew. You can hand the ball off to him. You can throw it to him on a screen mm-hmm. pass. He's going to make things happen. Who's their tight end now? Ben Vereen. Oh. Ben Vereen. <laughs> Do you think they have the ghost of Aaron Hernandez playing like he's like this Matrix style? people he murdered? That'd be really helpful. That, that's probably oh, pretty I tight. I they would help the Patriots. Probably out. a pretty tight They're team. They hung out with athletes. Yeah, I guess. Okay. All right. So you you got the Colts, right? I'm not okay. I have the Colts. I have the Colts, and I'm gonna take the Colts at uh, fuck 35-28. I got. uh, You go ahead and give me 33-24 Patriots. 33-24 Patriots. There's your score. 
Their defense has been playing better lately. I know they have key injuries, but their defense has been playing better as of late. So I'm going to go ahead and take that. All right, Silva, I'm going to put this in your hands. I want to hear what you have to say Crazy. about San Diego and the Broncos. Forty-three, what? Twenty-one, Denver. It's Dude, gonna, are you on that marijuana? They're gonna high fucking Colorado shit. I knew you were gonna get into that. I knew you were gonna tell me what the fuck is wrong with you. You know what? Everybody's going, huh? Huh? The Chargers. The Chargers. We're so scared. They beat us a couple weeks ago. That has nothing to do with it. That. That's all you've been saying is that has to do with it. Remember when we played them? You guys played them a cup. We played them without Julius Thomas. We played them without Wes Welker. Are you fucking kidding me? Peyton Manning wasn't completely healthy in that game either. So your team's healthy. Mark my words. Adam Gase is going to bring shit to this game that you have not seen all season long. Okay, and you know what San Diego's going to do? They're going to run the ball. They're going to get... They're going to get run the fuck over because Ryan Matthews isn't going to play this game. I don't yes, care he is. You can tell me that all you want. That is posturing. Mark that it. is, tell, you know what? Even if he fucking plays. <laughs> tell you what. Even if he fucking plays, he's not 100%. And I don't care what anybody says. When you're a running back, running back and your ankle is hurt. Your job is to run. Okay. Guess what? Running is hard to do with. A sprained ankle. I know you know about sprained ankles. CJ Spiller ran on a high ankle sprain for 138 yards on Cleveland Browns, the number one ranked Did rush you? defense in the league. And that was like earlier game three. this season. Like game three. But what I'm saying Those is stats don't matter at game three. The number Bron- one rush defense. Who even gives a shit? That the Broncos do not have a defense. That the was Bronco- at the Bills. You're telling me that? Oh my God, CJ Spiller is twice the running back. That fucking Ryan Matthews is. is. Are you kidding me? Okay. Don't even tell me. You called him. Hold on. You called C.J. Spiller the most dynamic back in football. Should have You can't compare Ryan Matthews to C.J. Spiller right now. Because they are not. Because the only time Ryan Matthews is a dynamic player is when he plays the Broncos. Not whatever freaking. I'd go ahead and say they're the equal player right now. The equal player. Reason being is because the Chargers are in the playoffs and they're still playing, and CJ Spiller is at home playing Madden, probably using Ryan Matthews to go win a Super Bowl. Well, he has quarterback issues. It wasn't his fault. His team sucks, all right? All right, man. So, you. Reason being is because. running back. That's why I don't think. And I don't think that's not Ryan Matthews' game, as you said before, catching shit wide open. His shit was going to the, getting to the edge, making a cut. A cut. I'll say that again. A cut on an ankle sprain. You saw C.J. Spiller when he had to run. He had to come out of the game several times. I'm sorry. Over the hill, Ronnie Brown? Nah. Danny Woodhead? Danny Woodhead. Are you fucking kidding me, No, dude? I'm not kidding. What are they going to do? Run, hide the midget on us? I don't fucking think so, bro. Oh, man. That is not going to happen. They are going to get run out of the fucking gym. You know, I'm going to take this stance, and I will eat my crow the next day. Don't ask me to do it the next day. Because <laughs> I'll be I mad. Might, I might stab or shoot you in the face. <laughs> okay? Don't even text me after the game. I You're going to hate my score. Somebody. You're going to hate my score. I might kill somebody. This game isn't going to be close. What's the score? I got it. For, I just told you, 43-21. 43-21, Denver. runaway. Um, if you guys all recall, my listeners, our listeners, I'm sorry, I apologize, from last week, I was saying my because I'm the only dick that picks against the Broncos. 
Which um, goes against your pick, by the way. By the way, no. How does it? Because I'm pretty sure I took San Diego beating Cincinnati last week, and I took San what Diego. What about earlier in the season when you took the Broncos to go to the Super Bowl? I know, I know, but I gotta what get away that from thing? that. I gotta get away from what that. What about because last week when you all picked uh, against New Orleans? Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's that's NFC. Shut we up. don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I I chose after I saw Mr. Silva's picks, hey and I probably hey shouldn't now. have peeked at his paper. After I saw his picks, I couldn't agree with him. Yes, I. Everybody and their mother in America would love to see Seattle, Denver in the Super Bowl. Oh my God. Best offense against best defense in Jersey. Cold weather gonna be fantastic. You know what? I couldn't. I want to see it. Oh my God! His belch. That was horrible. Apologies. I really wanted to see it, but have you listened to this? Can show? you can you can you edit that out? No. <laughs> I we would, only edit out. Friends. I would love to see Denver, Seattle, but last Farts week, and, yeah. I took Seattle over Cincinnati, and I took San Diego. I'm sorry, I took San Diego over Cincinnati, and I took San Diego beating the Broncos this week. I feel as though it's Peyton Manning in the playoffs, and no matter what anybody wants to say, you've got to go with his history and how bad he plays in the playoffs. You've also got to look at the fact that the San Diego Chargers limited the Broncos to 28 points the first game of the season, limited them to 20 points the second game of the season. Now, Silva's going to go ahead and say it's going to be a blowout. Well, guess what? San Diego's defense has shown up the past six weeks. I truly believe that San Diego's going to win this game 31-27. That's going to happen. San Diego's going to go off to play the Patriots in the AFC Championship and lose. I'm on board with the bolo tie. I like it. It's a nice style. Let's get Mormon. Let's have kids. Let's have babies. Explain to me how they Let's... can go to a lesser team and lose then. How can you go to a lesser what do you mean? offense? What do you mean? You're going to go play. You're, they're going to go all the way out to New England and lose after losing, what, beating the shit out of the best They're not going to beat the shit out of them. It's going to be one of those things where it's going to come down to a final drive by Denver, and they have to go for it on fourth and goal to win the game, and Manning's not going to make the pass. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... I think if it's at fourth, if it's is fourth if, and goal, they're going to If you look pass. at history, Brady owns Rivers, Rivers owns Manning. Let's just go ahead and look at it like that. Now, I understand there's other players on the team. There's offense, there's defense, there's special teams, but... Guess who gets the blame for everything? It's always going to be the quarterbacks. That's why Manning has gotten the brunt of his issues with his 9-11 and 11 playoff record. I'm, I'm asking you. 9-11. 9-11 and 11 playoff record. He's won a Super Bowl against a dominant Chicago Bears defense and Rex Grossman. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that when, when it came time to step up, Manning had to go ahead and go toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe with Breeze in the Super Bowl. He couldn't make it happen. And I truly believe that Phillip Rivers is on fire right now. He's playing great football. Gonzo, you're going to be upset with me. We bickered about this earlier. Um, I told you what the score would be. I got 31-27 San Diego, and they're going to Foxborough to lose in the AFC Championship. I absolutely can't. I can't even believe I'm hearing that, that that's the description, is that it's just going to... I feel like your your crutch on this whole thing is pretty much relying on Ryan Matthews. Or are you saying it doesn't matter who they put back? It there? doesn't matter who they put back well, there. They're okay, going to run the ball. They are absolutely going to run the ball. The reason it doesn't matter who they put back there is because the Broncos' front seven, front four, back onto three, is that bad. It is that bad. 
would that they're say not the going to be able, four is pretty terrible. They're not going to be able to stop the run. Philip, okay, it's going to be another one of those time of possession games, and I'd say that the the we Chargers the are saying we between, have the same time of possession. They they okay yeah they in San they, Diego in, in San, San Diego. Diego okay and Peyton Manning threw like a fucking rock star. Good deal. Guess what he didn't do in the last game? He didn't throw like a rock star. And guess what? Guess what I heard on the radio today? I listened to the radio. You heard 16, a rock star. 16 to 25 mile per hour wins. Guess what's that? Uh, guess what that's going to do to Manning's already ducked footballs that he throws? It's going to wobble him a little bit more. And Eric Weddle's going to be sitting there waiting for the pick. I got Eric Weddle with one pick. I got Monte Ball with one fumble. I've got two turnovers from the Broncos. That's gonna be that's gonna be the game. Two weird defensive calls to make the outcome of a game. They boggle my mind and they baffle me. Okay. However, I've seen Philip Rivers play in bad wind. His balls tend to sail. He's not like Tom Brady. He's not Captain. I will throw. He's not gonna throw it. I will it. throw it. I will carve it through forty mile an hour breeze wind gusts. He, that's not how he is either. His shit tends to sail on him. But you know what Rivers loves as, to do? As soon as you, as soon as that game starts on Sunday, and the Broncos go out, and they, I guarantee you, they do not take, they do not defer. If they win the coin toss, and I'm Denver, I'm taking the ball first. I'm marching Three down the field, out. and I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna bust seven points, seven points on their face, so that the crowd is pumped. And you know what? They will go three and out. And you know what? They're going to bust another seven points on them. I guarantee you that's that's what I'm going to – you want to go with predictions? I'm going to guarantee you 14 points, first two drives. And I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody listening and Doug, so in case I do get murdered that day, if – If you text me that day and they're losing, <laughs> I'm going to get murdered. If the Broncos you win – die. If the Broncos win, Silva can call me. I'm gonna call, call Gonzo up. He, no, we'll fly, we'll fly him back. Fly him in. Just come kill me, dude. I'm strapped. Cool. Here's the deal. If Silva calls and gives me shit, if the Broncos win, not when, if when. If when, the Broncos win and Silva calls and gives me a ration of shit, I'll be like, good, dude. I'm I'm glad you got the pick right. But if I call Silva and rub it into his face that the San Diego Chargers win. I'm gonna be a dead man walking. You will be. <laughs> so you'll be like a Chargers fan. I want. I want, I want all 14 of our listeners, current ones this year, that just signed up this last month. You guys, James Weiner, 1663. You know the rest of it. I'll be dead all in right, the backyard. Pete. Thank you, Silva. 2014. 555. Five, five. <laughs> That's two, fucked three, up, bro. I would never kill you. I would totally kill you. <laughs> you have no idea. There's a reason why people who aren't fans of the Broncos aren't allowed to be at my house. Because you'll kill them. Because you'll kill them. And there's a reason why so I don't, you don't want to come over to my house. house. There's, there's a reason why I don't leave my house. So when you don't want a Bronco game. You don't want to come I watch the Bronco game. I stay here so I break my own shit. So that nobody else gets hurt, dude. If I if I cook teriyaki steak, lo mein noodles, some broth, oh. so you might come over. And I'll hang tell out. you that sounds like a good time. You have yourself a good time. <laughs> I'm not I love you, Silva. I'll can, be there. Hey, I mean, Doug will hate sports. Food. Love food. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, where are we getting at now? Are we going to food? Do we have we enough have time to? Oh. We have to get to the fastball. All right, fastball. Doug this is going to be for this is going to be for Ryan. Gonzo, you appreciate this. Mr. We're getting waved at. Mr. Silva, here's your fastball for the evening. Um, I do. I, I've listened to all the episodes, and I have. Um, 
And I feel like we've almost touched this subject a couple times, but I feel like this is going to be more straight. Okay, to the I'm point. wrong sometimes, right, no, man? No, you're Shit. a dick. I love you. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh, sorry. Silva, what is your stance on steroid era baseball players making it to the Hall of Freaking Fame? Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You want to hear my? You want to hear Let my hear stance it. on Let it? Let me hear it. I want to hear um, it. Um, it was great back when we didn't give a shit when they were having steroids and everything. I mean, the pitchers were on steroids. Everybody was on steroids. So who gives? They're a saying shit? seventy-five to eighty-five percent of players in that era were on steroids. It probably is closer to ninety percent of players in that era okay. were on steroids. Even I agree. And that's where it's like. Even baseball's like, let's knock it down a little bit, 75%. Whatever, who cares? Let them in. I don't even like Barry Bonds, but whatever. I mean, he was probably going to be a great player without steroids. He had to take... It's like fucking Lance Armstrong. He had uh, fucking... Guns is not here. Barry Bonds has a giant head. He had to take <laughs> steroids because everybody else in the sport he was playing took steroids. Yeah. You have to... If everybody else is doing it, is it really an uneven field? I mean, if all the pitchers are on steroids, if everybody you're playing against, all the hitters on the other team are on steroids. Everybody's, on, everybody's steroids. on steroids. Who gives yeah. a shit? Let them play. I don't care. Let them play. There's no asterisks, all right? There's, baseball has a long, sloppy history of trying to act like it's so high and damn mighty. It won't change its rules. It won't do this. Oh, the history of our... Fuck you. Get with the times, man. Your sport is dying, and nobody could give a shit less. Put a gun under third base like in the Naked Gun movie. Or bombs. Or bombs. Bomb, 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 I ran. But hey, also, you know what? Baseball diamonds. Baseball diamonds. We can go ahead and make bets on other games that do not include ours and not make them to the Hall of Fame and get banned from the league. But well, That's with, because of his haircut. Oh, get out of here. No, I agree with you, Silva, completely. I don't know if I'm allowed to chime in on this because you look like you're done talking. You're welcome to. It looks okay. like the, the clock was about to burn out. That ding, happened? ding, ding. Come on, let's hear it. All right, so that's, that's in that. In conclusion, I don't give two shits. Put them in, don't put them in. Hey, how much time we got over there, Dougie Doug? Have rules or don't have rules about it. Okay, guys, real quick, BCS National Championship. Jameis Winston looked like garbage in the first half, but guess what he did? He came out and showed why he was the Heisman Trophy winner. Came out, and they ended up beating Auburn 34-31. Mind you, special teams had a lot to do with that game. Um, I, I'm happy with the outcome. I My pick was correct. Silva's was very incorrect. And that guy that, guy that bet $50 to win $50,000 two years ago on Auburn winning the national championship this year is extremely upset right now. So good luck paying your mortgage. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I wasn't way off base. If you remember, the, I, said, I said the game would come down to uh, last drive, and I said James Winston wouldn't pull it out. And it almost became true. Almost. If they, if they don't complete that one big play, they run out of time to make the touchdown. So, I mean, I was pretty damn close. Um, I knew the Auburn's defense was going to be a pretty, lot more pretty than, solid. A lot more than he was willing. A, a lot more than he was used to handling. Yeah. I was pretty too impressed. many adjustments for them. In pretty the second impressed half with for this game. Um, eh, Auburn made too many defensive adjustments. adjustments on FSU. I thought is what made the difference in that game. Okay. I, I thought that because Auburn came out playing the same defense really that they were playing in the first half. But FSU um, scored still, though. They scored more. Was that more offensive adjustments? That was a, a little bit so more they, offensive They adjusted the ball, period. It looked to me like Auburn just said, let's just keep doing what we're doing. It's working. Okay. 
but offensively they didn't. It looked to me like Auburn didn't really adjust. FSU made some adjustments, but it was Jameis Winston also making plays. Okay. What is it, Doug? All right, so uh, a, a subject I wanted to touch on, Silva, I hope you're okay with this, is all of our coaching predictions. I'm going to go ahead and pick up my third bowl of crow. I thought for sure McDaniels was going to go to the Browns, but he went ahead and pulled his name out of the hat for that. Um, pretty excited about Jay Gruden going right. to the Redskins. I, I, You had that as in your in your top tier of coaches that were going to get picked up. and I mean, literally next day he was picked up. I, I, I think he made the right call. I'm a smart guy. Ken Wisenhunt, by the way, is on his third interview. I Detroit Lions. Yeah. Yep. It's going to happen. Who's the offensive coordinator of? Robocop. Uh, Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been spending a lot of time working on the Bronco game plan, it looks like. Or maybe oh my God. looking at housing markets. Homers! He's got tons <laughs> I love of you guys. Tons of houses to choose from in Detroit. Don't! I love my Homers. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, uh, Zimmer to the Vikings. That's a possible. That's a possibility. It could happen um, up in the air. Um, I already said I was wrong on McDaniel's going to the Browns. Uh, Quinn, your boy, Quinn, uh, looks like he's he- uh, interviewing for the Titans head coaching job. What do you think about that? Um, you picked it. He was in your top tier. Their defense will be better. Yeah, they still don't have a quarterback. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're uh, the Oakland Raiders are giving Dennis Allen one more season. They had real inconsistency at the quarterback position, and I mean, I pretty. Whenever you have inconsistency in that aspect of your game, you've got a coach killer. It's going to happen if you've got a quarterback that goes out there plays pretty decent in Terrell Pryor. Then he gets knocked out. Then you got some McGloin in there, and then you're like, oh, let's go back to Terrell Pryor against the Broncos. Yada yada. That's that's not a good formula uh, for for winning and keeping your job, but they're giving him another shot, and I completely appreciate it. And Johnny Manziel goes to the Oakland Raiders good. this season. I hope season. we can have Von Miller fuck him up every single day. Von Miller's not on steroids anymore, and he's got a bad friggin' leg. So He's got a bum knee, CBS dude. Sports. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, dude, CBS Sports was fantastic today. I don't know if we can say their name, but they said... Quote, unquote, will Von Miller make an impact against the Chargers running game this weekend? By the way, I just put in my resume with CBS Sports because I know more than their experts know when it comes to sports. Except for when it comes to the fucking San Diego Super Chargers. Other than that. Doug, prediction for the Bronco game? Uh, Dugout. This is the dugout. Dugout. Uh-oh. Dugout. Uh-oh. We're doing quick song because Doug's doing the finger roll. Doug out, what's your prediction for the Denver Bronco game? Uh-oh. Scraggy? I don't even know what you're talking about. I made a horse sound. That was that was the answer. Oh, that's John Elway's sound. I think he's Comes predicting out from the Broncos. Doug, Doug, what is your prediction for the New Orleans Saints-Seattle game? I hope they win. <laughs> Which one? Saints? Saints? Okay. The Saints. And uh, what is your prediction for the Indianapolis and New England? Who are they playing? New England. New England, yeah. We're good. Up top, Dougie Doug. Sure. I'll always root against the Colts. I I don't know why you dap me on that. I don't know that you root against the Colts. Doug. I will never I've... I will never root for the Colts. Why? Uh, because as a child, I could not say Indianapolis. He got molested so... by a man from Indianapolis. Oh, no. <laughs> At no point did I just say that. I'm sorry. I was just filling in for you. Go ahead, carry on. You 
as a child, I couldn't pronounce Indianapolis. You still can't. Still can't. Okay. Um, I haven't called you assholes. And uh, Carolina 49ers, what's your prediction on you that? You have really lost the spirit of the dugout, by the way. I just want it on record. We got, you know what? It's Doug. Gonzo's fault. Doug. For going on vacation. Whiskey or vodka? Whiskey. Doug. Nightclubs or hole in the wall bar? Well, as you would have me think, glory holes. And Doug's getting a blowjob through a hole from eight. Strange from Flojo. From Flojo. From Flojo. Flo what were you going to say? Tokyo. <laughs> she might have a penis. I was going to go Tokyo blow drift uh, joke <laughs> somewhere. There's a joke there somewhere. So do we have a minute and a half, two minutes left? No. No. No? Okay. We have to say goodbye. All right. Say goodbye, James. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope we bring you some NBA next week because I've got some shit. Nibba. It's called in Europe. Call it Nibba. Hey, just want to say goodbye, good night to my Nigba. My Nigba. You my, my Nigba. You my Nigba. You my Nigba. Doug Nigba in the house. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo.